I love it's, uh, you know, it, it comes across as simplistic, but when you d dive a little deeper, you hear some of the rhythms that, that are happening and uh, the way that the, the, the rub that Gary talks about all the time, meaning the, the guitar is doing one thing rhythmically and the drums are doing another. Uh, it's fascinating to, to, to study that and to learn that that was really a change in what was happening back then. Here's the thing I want to talk about quickly about the rub, which is what impressed the cricket so much because they said nobody else ever got that when they do this music because you can just, there are only three chords, you can bang it away and play it in a bar and that's okay, so it's simple. But here's the deal, the drummer comes out of the bebop era and he's swinging a little bit. And Buddy wants to be square, which is at the time is an insult. Don't be square. And he's going da 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 da. So you got a drummer doing triplets, and Buddy's going da 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 da. And it's almost Cajun influence that it comes out. And when you put the two together, the term for it is the rub. And that, when we first rehearsed it, and Peter Johnson, a friend of mine, said, "Well, they're not doing the rub. That's why it sounds so ordinary." It was like watching a flower bloom in the desert after a rain. It was incredible the way the song just went poof. Can you think of a song uh, that's a great example of the rub? Oh Boy is a rub. Chantilly Lace is a rub. In the show, um, Rayvon is a rub. My love, all of my kissing, you don't know Nick, I appreciate what you're saying about playing and singing Holly's music, about the superficial simplicity. But to people who heard that music as, as kids and uh, having it played back for them at a later time, what's it mean for them? Every time I talk to the audience members, you know, after the show is done, um, I, I get teary-eyed. I, I hear the music and, and, and people are able to just stop me and say, I want to tell you my story. And they, they can connect with this music. And the way they tell these stories back to me is just chilling. The details of how they would grab their, they would sneak their brother's records out of their room and bring them over to the record player and play Buddy's Holly, Buddy Holly's music with you know a couple of friends there. And they, they'd have to sneak. And, and, and they can all tell you where they were the night that the plane went down. Many of the people who heard the music way back when can remember details about the music and they talk to you sometimes about the way you perform Buddy's music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a vocal hiccup at the beginning, beginning of Ray Vaughn goes, well, uh, you know, it's an intro to the song. I can't do it full right now, but um, uh, I thought I had nailed it uh, doing a few shows as during the first production and this guy sought me out afterwards and said, you know, you were great. It was fantastic. I do have to tell you that the beginning of uh, Ray Vaughn actually goes like this, and he proceeded to sing it for me and tell me <laughs> how, to, how to fix what I was doing wrong, and it was just a small nuanced thing, but I appreciated that. I did not take offense to that. I thought it was great. He cared enough to come and talk to me about something as important as that kind of detail that stuck out for him. Oh. 
Freeman there who plays the character and sings Buddy Holly in the Minnesota History Theater production about Buddy Holly. Gary Rue, you're the music director of this and you find the song Not Fade Away that Buddy Holly recorded kind of interesting. Yeah, it's it's a um, um, Bo Diddley rhythm and he also employs vocal techniques that are from popular singers of the time as well which is a perfectly natural thing to do because until you really find your own feet and your own solid ground, you're going to be drawing from inspiration from everybody around you that you're fans of, right? We're all fans of things that, that uh, we listen to and then we finally get out ahead of that as writers and as performers and then we turn it all into something different, which is what Buddy did and when he died so young, it's really too bad. I would love to know what he would have turned into. Nick, you sang the song Not Fade Away in a history theater performance, and something happened in the audience you didn't expect. Yeah, in the history theater production, at the end of Act One, we play at the Apollo Theater, and there's a lot of tension because, you know, people at the time, they, they the images were not out there necessarily for people to see as much as we can see now with the internet, of course, and television. Uh, but a lot of people didn't know that Buddy Holly w w wasn't a, a black group. They thought they were, you know, uh, black performers. And so they showed up at the Apollo and there's a lot of tension there. Um, but what was great, we, 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 did, uh, we did Not Fade Away once um, to a uh, Thursday matinee school group. There was a Catholic school uh, that came to see our production and all the boys were sitting there. It was all boys Catholic school and they, they had their ties on and they were sitting there listening to music from, you know, this play takes place in the... 59 and earlier um they were sitting there a little unimpressed at first and and then when that song we got to the apollo and the song not fade away came on uh all the nuns that were sitting on the end of the aisles stood up and started dancing in the aisles and i was watching the boys face looking at the the teachers their nuns and they they were just astonished that these nuns would actually stand up and start dancing in the middle of a play uh it was quite a joy to watch I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna be You're gonna give you good love to me Love lasts more than one day Say love is a love now The Buddy Holly story runs all through October 2022 at the Minnesota History Theater. Showtime is 7.30 Thursday through Saturday and 2 p.m. on Sunday. For information, the web address is historytheater.com. And theater is spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E. -E. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be.